0: Lowe's knows you'll do it right. And do it yourself to save on what you need to get a landscape you love. We do it right, too, with everyday deals and more during our Memorial Day sale. Shop in-store now and get five bags of premium mulch for just $10. Whatever project is next on your list, hurry into your local Lowe's and save. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Valid in-store only through 5 29 while supplies last. See store for details U.S. only, excluding Alaska and Hawaii. Embracing your complexities means rejecting anything that can harm who you are, like smoking cigarettes, which can damage nearly every part of your body. Tap the banner to see more. This free life. Freedom to be tobacco-free.
1: Time to take the next step with Looney Libis. This week on The Next Step, I'm here at Impact Hub Seattle with... Fred Whittlesey of Compensation
2: Venture Group. I'm a compensation consultant, which means that I advise companies on how to pay employees, how much to pay employees, and why to pay employees.
1: This sounds like a really simple topic.
2: It seems like something anyone could do.
1: And and just be clear, every company does pay its employees. Every company has money. By law, you're supposed to pay your employees. That's correct. It sounds easy. But it's not as easy as it, as it sounds because it's not about just paying them cash. You're a compensation consultant. And so there's more to it than just what's their salary, what's their hourly or, or annual rate.
2: That's true. And even within the realm of cash, there are a lot of alternatives. It could be salary. It could be bonus. It could be commission. But particularly in entrepreneurial companies, equity is the bigger topic for discussion and typically a bigger interest than just the cash.
1: Okay. Let's jump in straight to an example. You walked in and, and what was the problem they were trying to solve?
2: More often than not, with entrepreneurial companies, I'm the first compensation expert they have hired. So I've come in, they've gotten to the point where they're large enough and the point tends to be about 100 employees. Okay. I come in, they have little or no formal structure. Uh, typically, a lot of chaos around compensation because it hasn't received a lot of formal. But scrutiny. they have
1: somebody doing quote HR at a hundred people, or, just, or two.
2: Th- that's right, a hundred people. They're going to have one or two HR people who are not going to be focused on compensation. They're going to be focused on recruiting and compliance for the most part.
1: Okay. And so these these employees, these hundred employees have a hopefully an employee agreement because there's HR or not in many cases um, but they negotiated a salary when they came in and maybe they mentioned vacation days but what else what else goes into the what, what else is best practices now
2: so I don't like the term best practices because what could be a best practice for one company could be an absolute disaster for another but there are some market realities particularly in such a hot talent market With startup companies, entrepreneurial companies, again, equity is going to be one of the topics of
1: conversation. Do I get stock options? Do I get stock? What do I get and how much? Okay. So there's a couple of jargon terms in there. So if you're in the tech field, you probably know what they are, but a lot of my listeners are not. A lot of my listeners are out in the emerging markets. So what do you mean stock options, stock uh, equity what do you what do you mean equity see the, this
2: is why it's not as easy as it looks because we fill our field with jargon so outsiders can't possibly understand it equity is some ownership position or some potential ownership position in a company but depending on how the company has been formed and organized you may get a fairly standard stock option which yes people in the tech world know that they increasingly know what restricted stock units are and It's just different ways of offering an employee a chance to participate in the value growth of the company.
1: Okay, so the norm in the venture-backed American startups is stock options, at least before they're public. That's right. And uh, that is legally the right to buy shares in the future, but not to have them right now. Correct. And the reason that's done is to share in the potential upside of this company, to share in potential uh, acquisition costs, but not to share in the current profits if there are any, and there usually aren't any. But uh, it's not to share in any, any operations or any decisions now. It's simply to share in any benefits that come from, from being bought out later.
2: That's absolutely right. And that's one of the advantages of stock options. You grant stock options to your employees. They're not owners yet. They're not entitled to dividends or sharing in the profit. And this is where it gets fairly technical because there are some tax advantages to options. There are some accounting advantages. Probably for the entrepreneur, the most important advantage is it doesn't require any cash. It's a way to give somebody some potential value in the future with no cash outflows today.
1: And more often than not, it, it's all promise and, and what we call wallpaper. Exactly. Um, so the only value they have is memories and wallpaper. And actually, probably no one ever hands out a piece of paper anymore. That's right. It's like, all electronic. <laughs> okay. But you introduce yourself as conscious compensation. So where's the conscious part come in?
2: The conscious part comes in from being exposed to originally the roots of conscious business and conscious capitalism. Compensation is typically, particularly in startups, has been focused around an exit event. Grow the company, sell it, take it public. Often neither of those happens, which gets back to the wallpaper problem. But it's it's structuring a company so that there's more than just a focus on shareholders or owners. There are other stakeholders, and that's probably the simplest way to explain it is that we give some consideration to customers and suppliers and the environment and all of the other parties that really do have a stake in a company, though not as clearly as the shareholders do.
1: Okay, thanks for that. And a few months ago on this podcast, we were talking co-ops. Have you ever consulted for an employee-owned company?
2: I have consulted not only for employee-owned companies, but farmer-owned companies. There are a lot of different kinds of co-op yeah and they're probably the purest example of having to balance the interests of owners and suppliers and customers because your stakeholders may each be all three of those
1: okay so if you're talking to a bunch of early entrepreneurs what should they worry about now when they don't have 100 employees where that's a long way away
2: well when i speak with entrepreneurs at the very early stage I tell them there's some things they should be thinking about, some big items and some small items. The little things, as I call them, are, you alluded to, some basic documentation. Now, Entrepreneurs are very often averse to documentation yeah, and it's Yeah, employment structure. contract. <laughs> that, that is the term of art. And it may be a one-page letter. It may be an email. But what I caution entrepreneurs about is what kind of promises they're making, whether it's an offer letter, an email, a PowerPoint presentation, a text or just a conversation. And how
1: much is your work cleaning up messes?
2: I spend a lot of time cleaning up messes, not just with entrepreneurs, but entrepreneurial disputes often escalate to litigation. Oh yeah, and there's a surprising amount of litigation around pay in early stage companies.
1: Yeah, when money changes hands, that's when we see the lawsuits.
2: Right, or when money doesn't change hands, which tends to be the bigger yeah, issue. Yeah, true.
1: Okay, <laughs> right. yeah. And so, so I, I know uh, I know Fred for years now, and um, he's often called as an expert witness that's in those cases.
2: And you would think, well, why on earth would that be necessary? Well, people often wonder why on earth would you need an expert witness in litigation is because compensation is very technical, it's very difficult to understand, and an expert witness's job is to educate a judge or an arbitrator or sometimes a jury on some very esoteric concepts that people are litigating.
1: Is there any obvious gotcha that, that these entrepreneurs should worry about, such as documenting what their offer is?
2: It's not only documenting their offer, but having a good understanding at the formation of a company. Because the most common dispute I see is three founder, co founders start a company and they all love each other. And then someday one person doesn't love the other two. And that person leaves. And now we have two founders running a company and one founder not working at the company.
1: Right. And they probably split it equally three ways, which is never the right answer. Uh, and they had no mechanism for clawing back any shares or or, or not handing them out all at once at the beginning.
2: That's right, and that's the most common pattern that I see. And it's not just with small startups. I've seen this pattern with much larger companies. I think the biggest I was involved in was when, this is all public information now, Disney acquired Lucasfilm. You think, there's two really sophisticated companies. I mean, you, they invented Star you, Wars, you right? think, <laughs> yes. But? <laughs> but the trail of documentation that I had to read left me wondering what the answer was. And usually by the time you read the documentation, you find the root of it. And very often, it's in the very early days where founders didn't think documentation was important. They think it conveys a sense of mistrust if you have to write it down.
1: Uh, so you're not finding a whole lot of cap tables.
2: Correct. Yeah, okay. Or correct ones, at least.
1: Uh, well, there's uh, usually. Or, there's, or yes, you're finding a lot of cap <laughs> tables and they're not agreeing with each other.
2: Finding a lot of spreadsheets, let's say. Yeah, spreadsheets.
1: All right. So uh, thank you. Are there any last words of advice? I would just
2: ask entrepreneurs to pay attention to the little things, and at the same time, they need to be thinking about the big things, which is hard to do when you're worried about getting funding and hiring people and getting your product out the door. But it's what kind of company are you going to be? Do you want to share ownership? Do you want to keep ownership among founders? Do you want a very performance-oriented culture where people can earn individual bonuses? Or do you want to share the wealth with everybody through profit sharing? There's a lot of decisions to make.
1: So uh, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Until next time.
0: Lowe's knows you'll do it right. To refresh your home, indoors and out, we do it right too. With savings during our Memorial Day sale. Like $15 off gallon cans and $45 off five gallon pails via Lowe's gift card rebate when you buy select interior and exterior paint and stain. Get top-selling Valspar paint starting as low as $4.98 after rebate. And load up on appliance savings with a Whirlpool laundry pair for just $858. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 529. U.S. only. See store for details. Lowe's knows you'll do it right. To refresh your home, indoors and out, we do it right too. With savings during our Memorial Day sale. Like $15 off gallon cans and $45 off 5-gallon pails via Lowe's gift card rebate when you buy select interior and exterior paint and stain. Get top-selling Valspar paint starting as low as $4.98 after rebate. And load up on appliance savings with a Whirlpool laundry pair for just $858. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 529. U.S. only. See store for details.